Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Today is Monday, January 23rd, 2023, and the FBI finally raids Joe Biden's house. Antifa burns down Atlanta as media describe it as a largely peaceful protest. And Kamala Harris erases life from the Declaration of Independence. Joining us on the show, the man who discovered Hunter Biden's laptop today, John Paul Mac Isaacs, the famous laptop store owner from Wilmington, Delaware, who physically took Hunter Biden's laptop from him and revealed its contents to the world, a true hero. We are honored to have him joining us later in the show. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen, and buckle up. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Let us begin with a image, something from cinematic history, a chilling shot. You would know it well if you are a student of history, perhaps if you are a lover of cinema. Godfather 2, one of the very ending scenes in Godfather 2 where Fredo, who had betrayed his family, who was no longer useful to his family, is taken out on a fishing trip. His last fishing trip because Fredo's fate was already sealed and Fredo knew it. And he said his Hail Marys, he said his Hail Mary full of grace in that boat. And that was his last prayer, ladies and gentlemen, because his fate was already decided and he knew it. And you watched him wander through the rest of that film up to this point like a caged rat. Caught in a trap. He knew it was done for. And what you're watching right now is the very sad last lonely boat ride for Joe Biden. He knows it's finished, ladies and gentlemen. And what we're about to display for you here in this show is obvious, legitimate evidence directly from Hunter Biden's laptop that points to. Joe Biden sharing classified information directly with Hunter. It points to what this real scandal is all about, ladies and gentlemen. This isn't about dotting I's and crossing T's. This is about ticking boxes. And speaking of boxes, who packed these boxes for Joe Biden? As we discover our fifth box of classified documents, this is why you need to tune in to your boy, Benny. This is why you guys got to tune in every day. We've been telling you for two weeks, this was the Chinese torture death by a thousand cuts. This is the way that they're going to do Joe Biden, okay? They're going to take him out in that boat, and they're going to say, say a prayer, pal, because this was bound to happen. Pride cometh before destruction, and there is no justice in this world, but for those who deliver injustice, ladies and gentlemen, the price is brutal. And now the FBI has raided Joe Biden. We've been telling you they're not done with him. You think these are the last tranches of documents? Are you kidding me? They're going to find these till kingdom come because they're the ones who packed the boxes. Barack Obama's team packed the boxes. Follow me on this. Who's the one who's putting these boxes together? Who's the one who's gathering these assets, these documents? Who are the people, the National Archivists, who are telling you that we have full accounting 
of Barack Obama's documents. They said that in a statement going after Trump. Well, whose documents are these? They're from the Obama administration. Who's actually in charge here? And who's the sad man in the boat as the sun sets? Who's saying his Ava Maria's, ladies and gentlemen, his Hail Mary's? That's Joe Biden. The FBI raided Joe Biden's mansion this weekend. Yes, it is a raid. We spoke with a couple of buddies that we have who worked at the Justice Department. They couldn't come on camera with us, but we we called them when this news broke. The news of Joe Biden getting raided by the FBI from Breitbart. FBI searches Biden's homes, finds more classified documents. So, yes, they searched Biden's home. What happened here? Well, it is actually the exact same thing that happened to Donald Trump. The FBI executed a search warrant. Uh, and, and of course, like Donald Trump, as Donald Trump had to, Joe Biden had to like bow their heads and say, okay, fine, search the property. Our buddies at the DOJ said, these are the same things. So we called them up as soon as this news broke. We said, hey, blank, what's going on here? And they said, it's the same process as what happened to Donald Trump. They're not going to call it an FBI raid, but you should, Benny, because they raided Joe Biden's home. Joe Biden's lawyer clearly didn't want this to happen. Team Joe Biden didn't want this to happen. The FBI spent 12 hours in Joe Biden's house. Check this out from Matt Viser, a reporter for The Washington Post. The FBI spent 12 hours in Joe Biden's home, turning up more classified documents with markings surrounding materials, some of which were from Joe Biden's service in the Senate. Oh, my God goodness. Ladies and gentlemen, this uh, statement there from the Department of Justice says that they started the search at 9.45 a.m. and they searched till nearly 10 p.m. at night. Joe Biden in the little boat being drifting off into the sunset with an ominous man saying, "You're, you're finished. You're done. You're done. What happened, ladies and gentlemen? Another search, this one by the FBI at President Joe Biden's home in Wilmington, Delaware, has turned up more material containing classified markings. The FBI searched President Joe Biden's home in Wilmington, Delaware, on Friday and located additional documents with classified markings. also took possession of some of the handwritten notes, the president's lawyer said. The president voluntarily allowed the FBI into, into his home, but the lack of a search warrant did not. Uh, did not dim the extraordinary nature of the search. It compounded the embarrassment that Biden had started off with the disclosure on January 12th. The president's attorney found a small number of classified documents, the former president said at the Penn Biden Center in Washington shortly before the midterm elections. Since then, the attorney found six classified documents at Biden's Wilmington Home Library and Vice Presidential Library. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you what's about to happen, okay? Just as I told you two weeks ago that they're going to find more documents, This is an ancient Chinese torture, death by a thousand cuts, and they're going to absolutely destroy Biden over this. Let me tell you what's happening next. What's going to happen next is they are going to prosecute Merrick Garland along with Joe Biden. What's going to happen next is they're going to say, hey, wait a second. Why did you allow Joe Biden's personal lawyer to taint a crime scene? Why were you letting Joe Biden's personal attorney rifle through and rummage through a crime scene? These are the government's documents, are they not? Who's in charge here? You, Merrick Garland? It's going to be seen as obstruction of justice because the same story that we showed to you on last Friday, perhaps you might not recall it, 
We'll recall it for you now. Joe Biden and the Department of Justice attempted to cover this whole thing up. Much like with Richard Nixon, they'll get you in the cover-up. Your hubris shall be your downfall. Now, maybe Merrick Garland won't won't be won't be taken off the table the way that they're trying to take Joe Biden off the table. I'm not sure the intention is to put Joe Biden in prison per se, but they are trying to knock him out of contention for 2024. They're saying you're finished, sir. You're done. You are no longer a useful muppet and we control this swamp. Now what they're going to do now is they're going to put pressure on Merrick Garland and they're going to say, "Hey, wait a second. Uh hey Merrick, why exactly did you wait and collude with the White House in order to stop the press from learning about this. You knew about this before the midterm elections. This seems like election rigging. And we know that's a charged term right now in America and that Republicans control Congress. And maybe you don't want to be uh, brought in to talk about election rigging. Also, why are you allowing Joe Biden's lawyers to taint a crime scene? You didn't let Donald Trump do the same thing. You just raided him. Both of them are raided by the FBI. So hold this thought in your head, ladies and gentlemen. What if the leading, what if the ruling class here in this country, the permanent Washington, the deep state, what if they hate Joe Biden as much as they hate Donald Trump? I know it seems inconceivable, but go with me here. They hate the politicians that are no longer useful to them and may damage them. Joe Biden may damage them as much as Donald Trump. Joe Biden is weak. Joe Biden will lose. They pulled at all the stops in the midterm elections. It didn't stop. The uh, the bloodbath, which is the bulldog Republican investigations, and we're going to get to that in just one moment because the right questions are being asked right now. And the right questions are, hey, um, where is this going to lead us? And where this is going to lead us is directly to Barack Obama because it's Obama who packed the boxes. That's where Republicans are heading. Happy New Year. Welcome to 2023. How was 2022 on your finances? Probably not great. And it's not your fault. Our government is spending way too much money and giving that money to the dumbest people. They passed a $1.7 trillion omnibus package on Christmas Eve just to spite you, to insult you, and to tell you that they don't care about you. So maybe this is the year that you should start caring about your savings and securing your financial goals. When you've finally had enough the games that the government is playing with your savings and retirements, you should diversify into gold, birch gold. I'm tired of my money being impacted by stupid decisions by our leaders in Washington. For over 5,000 years, gold has withstood inflation, geopolitical turmoil, stock market crashes. And here's the great news. You can get in now. In fact, you can own gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account today. Birch gold makes it so easy to convert your IRA or 401k into precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text the word Benny to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold. With almost 20 years experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metals, Birch Gold can help you. Text Benny to 989898 today and go gold in the new year 2023. So mark my words, a couple things here. They're going to get, they're going to begin to put pressure on Joe Biden and the White House, the Justice Department. They're going to need to shuffle Joe Biden out as quickly as possible from this office. They're going to use Republicans to do it. And Barack Obama may be the one left holding the bag. Because after all, these are Barack Obama's documents from his administration that are being mishandled. 
They're playing a very dangerous game right now. Let us begin with what's going on with Joe Biden. First off, where were the initial documents? How did the initial documents at this Penn Biden Center get there? Maria Bartiromo had a very, very helpful map this weekend to show us exactly how egregious the utter malfeasance of Joe Biden in this regard. Go ahead and watch. Breaking news on the new classified documents seized from Joe Biden's home Friday in a 12-hour search by DOJ officials and a disturbing new turn in Biden's document scandal. New reports this morning indicate some of the documents were placed at yet another temporary address, this time in D.C.'s Chinatown neighborhood, before traveling to the Penn-Biden think tank in D.C., which, of course, paid Biden $900,000 after the think tank accepted donations, millions, from China. Also, the Daily Mail is reporting that the packing up of the documents at the tail end of Biden's vice presidency were overseen by an aide recommended by first son Hunter Biden. We do not know what she knew about the classified documents. Kathy Chung was ultimately reporting. Uh, we do not know if she was ultimately reporting back to the Chinese Communist Party. <laughs> oh, they are dirty dogs, aren't they? Do you see what they're about to do? So the team Obama knows that it's them in charge of packing these documents. And most likely it's them in charge of issuing their lackey, Merrick Garland, the orders to go after these documents where they're stored. Joe Biden got out of line. Joe Biden, again, Hubris cometh before destruction. Pride cometh before destruction. Joe Biden smarted off at the mouth and said, hey, I'm going to run for president in 2024. Well, that wasn't allowed. Permanent Washington said, no, you are a one-termer. And now what they're going to do is they're going to ensnare all of the traps that they had been setting up for Joe. You don't put people in charge. You don't put the guy in charge of the laundromat operation if you're the mafia unless you have something on him. It's called leverage. If you want to do a shakedown in the mob, you need to have leverage on people. And so this has always been the plan. Hunter Biden was the leverage. Hunter Biden is the leverage. The Biden criminality, which is open and egregious and known, is the leverage. And now they're simply going to unleash the agents of the government, the Republican Congress, and the media in order to do a very simple an elegant boat ride for Joe Biden off into the sunset. Go ahead and watch Mike Turner say, um, hey, uh, Joe Biden is a serial document, illegal document hoarder. Brutal line watch. One interesting point. We do not know how this latest search initiated. The statement from Bob Bauer, the president's personal attorney, says the Biden team offered prompt access in the interest of moving forward expeditiously. But a consensual search, which is an official warrantless search done with voluntary consent, would apply, imply rather that the DOJ may be asked to go in. We have asked all the relative parties for clarification on this point, and no one will say anything to us. Moreover, the latest discovery of material materials from Biden's time in the Senate has complicated his claim that this was just a case of someone filing something in the wrong place after he left the VP's office. What's amazing about all this is it takes us to the question of why were these documents here? Well, now that we learn that some of these go back to his Senate time, you know, clearly he's, he's become a serial classified document hoarder. The FBI was present for this latest search, which the Justice Department requested not be made public ahead of time. We do know, as I mentioned, that's because the president was going to or that's why, rather, the president went to Rehoboth instead of Wilmington, because investigators were all through that property in Wilmington. 
Oh, so Joe Biden couldn't go back to his beach house to get whatever, you know, monoclonal antibodies that he's hoarding there. Joe Biden can't go back to that house because the FBI was in it for 12 hours. The DOJ knew about this and they didn't announce it to you. The DOJ knew about the classified documents hoarded there before the midterm election. They didn't announce it to you. The DOJ allowed the lawyers for Joe Biden to essentially stage a orgy inside of that house, shove their grubby little greasy fingerprints on everything to taint a crime scene. What did they hide from you? What did they put classified markings on that they just don't want you to see or to obscure from you? What's happening here? The cover-up is massive. James Comer, the member of Congress that we've told you to watch, said, wait a second, this stinks to high heaven. What's going on actually here is a cover-up of biblical proportions. This is the new Watergate. And as we detailed for you on Friday, Watergate was a deep state cover-up. Tucker Carlson's done incredible, incredible reporting on that. A deep state coup d'etat. They're doing it again, right before our very eyes. These people are godless. They're nationless. They don't care. The political party, it doesn't care. These people, they're all Muppets. Permanent Washington and permanent power. Nothing new under the sun. They're going to use the same dirty tricks. And they're they're executing it perfectly on Joe Biden. Watch James Comer say, ha, this is a cover-up. In reaction to these new discoveries, what do we know about the links between Joe Biden and communist China in terms of the money paid to the Biden family? Has that dictated the way he treats our number one adversary? Look, I think most Americans would be shocked if they saw how many connections the Biden family has to people directly affiliated with the Chinese Communist Party. It's it's very startling. And with respect to the documents, Maria, uh, I took the president at his word uh, when the first set of documents were found at the Biden Center for Diplomacy that he had just inadvertently misplaced those documents. But now this is gone from uh, just simply being irresponsible to downright scary. This has all the patterns of an influence peddling scheme. And it, it also has the makings of a potential cover-up. I mean, you know, five different locations at least. Who knows what those personal attorneys have been doing? And when you look at all the things that our investigation is, is covering with respect to the influence peddling, there's a lot of connections with the CCP directly to both Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden's uncle Jim, and Joe Biden. Those are questions. Now you're asking the right questions. James Comer, of course, who's in charge of the weaponization of the federal government and the usage of the federal government in order to influence or and or to rig various processes inside of our democratic republic is saying, hey, um, this is a cover up. They're doing a hatchet job right now on Joe Biden. What exactly are they covering up? Ladies and gentlemen. You you got to buckle up here. We got a show for you. We have uncovered a Hunter Biden email on Hunter Biden's laptop. And as I told you, the laptop repair shop owner who discovered Hunter Biden's laptop will be joining us soon and will tell us exactly what his interaction with Hunter Biden was like and what he found on that laptop. He will explain to you exactly what's happening here. But the real question. The real question remains. Why? Why now? 
What's going on at this very moment? What's going on at this very moment was that Joe Biden was about to announce his run for presidency. He was about to announce he's running in 2024. And they cannot allow that. They cannot allow Joe Biden to run again. And that is why they are moving heaven and earth and uncovering every single document this man has ever touched to humiliate him, to embarrass him, and again, to pressure him and his entire Justice Department to not run for president. What was curious about this weekend was that they discovered old documents from his time in the Senate. What's going on here? Do you know that Joe Biden advocated against Jimmy Carter becoming CIA director way back in the 70s? How long has this con been going on? James Comer, again, asking the right questions. Take it away. Uh, And then when you see that there are documents, classified documents, just casually left around in different locations, it's very concerning. I mean, you see the complexity of this influence peddling scheme that the family's been doing for years and years and years. And then we learn Joe Biden, uh, some of those documents were from his time as a U.S. senator. I mean, when Joe Biden was a U.S. senator in 1977, he worked with Republicans to thwart Jimmy Carter's nominee for the CIA director because he had inadvertently taken classified documents home. So when Joe Biden says uh, he has no regrets, I mean, this is very concerning here. Uh, We need to know who had access to those documents because this is an ongoing investigation for influence peddling. And the evidence continues to build that that this family has not only profited off the Biden family name, but also that our national security could be at risk. That's why we need to proceed. We're, we're disappointed that the administration's not working with us on anything. They're stonewalling everything. They're going to try to use the general counsel as an excuse not to provide us information. But fortunately, there are plenty of other sources, and hopefully those bank records will be able to answer a lot of questions that we have. Influence peddling. Now, that's just the selling of our national security, the selling of our government to the highest bidder. That's what James Comer is going after Biden for. He was going after Biden on day one for this before any of the scandal ever blew up. Now, the more you dig and the more you look through Hunter Biden's personal emails, and we're about to show you a personal email that will shock you to your very core. We've actually done our own research into the Hunter Biden laptop. And what we're about to show you is going to raise true questions about what this scandal is really about. Ladies and gentlemen, dive in with us into how dangerous the Biden family truly is to this country's sovereignty and security. Joining me here with Miranda Devine's article from the New York Post talking about there's no hiding Biden fright over classified document. Uh, through, uh, uh, there's no hiding Biden's fright over classified document scandal. Miranda Devine, who wrote Laptop from Hell, Hunter Biden's true takedown. The laptop, she searched it all. She has all of his content. She is the master of what is on this thing. She points us to this photo. Joe Biden golfing with Devin Archer and with a Ukrainian businessman. So there's Hunter, there's Joe, there's the Ukrainian With connection to Bursama, of which no-show crackhead Hunter, of course, had a position on their board. And there's Devin Archer right there. Something very curious, very curious happened with Hunter Biden and his relationship with Devin Archer. Now, Hunter Biden and his relationship with this guy uh, stems a long ways back. These guys are absolute 
criminal enterprise operators together, selling their access to high office to the highest bidder. Now, you have to ask yourself, why have these classified documents? Now, we know some of these documents are related to Ukraine and Ukraine security, and we know that they're from Joe Biden's time as vice president. You have to rewind the clock back to Ukraine during the Obama administration. Russia went in and seized Crimea. You may recall this. Russia was very aggressive towards Ukraine during the Obama administration. These are all things that happened. Also, Hunter Biden happened to get plum positions on Ukrainian gas boards during this time. Very curious that. Let us show you a particular email from the laptop and read to you from Miranda Devine's most recent article about what this classified document scandal may actually be about. We're going to present it to you in black and white. You're going to be able to see the email along with us, and we'll describe to you what's actually inside of it. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. One striking email during this period, Joe Biden's vice presidency, stands out. It's from Hunter to Devin Archer on April 13th, 2014. We will show you the email right now. A week before Joe Biden visited Ukraine to meet with then prime minister, he refers to upcoming travels. For Hunter, this was an uncharacteristically lengthy email listing 22 points about Ukraine's political situation with detailed information about the upcoming election and predicting an escalation with Russia destabilizing campaign that could lead to full-scale takeover of the eastern region, most critically Donetsk. All of that actually happened. The strategic value is to create a land bridge for Russia to Crimea. It won't directly affect Bursama holdings, but it will limit future United Kingdom exploration and utilization of offshore opportunities in particular, Hunter writes. It will also result in further destabilization of the UK nationally for whatever the government is in power, and the US will respond with even stronger sanctions. Those sanctions will threaten the tenuous support of the EU, which does not have political will to incur any steep energy price increases. At point 22, Hunter instructed Archer to buy a burner phone, presumably to keep their conversations private. Buy a cell phone from a 7-Eleven or a CVS tomorrow and all do the same. It is prescient and very well informed, this email. Unlike anything else Hunter wrote in the nine years covering the laptop, it has distinct flavor of an official briefing, perhaps even a classified one. Are you seeing the connections? Do you see it now laid out before you look at this email? Have you seen these clips of Hunter Biden? This is a guy who doesn't even know how many kids he has with strippers. This is a guy who traded in his laptop because he thought it was his his deceased brothers. He didn't know which laptop he had. He took photos of himself naked, holding brandishing weapons that he didn't have any right to own, illegal weapons. And then he dumped those weapons in dumpsters. This is a guy who was kicked out of the Navy for having crack pipes on him while serving in the Navy. He was kicked out of the Navy for smoking crack. Do you know this? This is a man who was directly in league with the spy chief of China. This is a guy who said he paid $50,000 a month rent for his dad's house on official documentation. This guy, Hunter Biden. A man who filmed himself naked and nude with hookers and prostitutes and sex trafficking. Filmed it and then put it on a laptop and then just handed that laptop over. To a man who will be joining us very soon in the show and will tell us all about it. This guy, this guy who's dumb enough 
to go and do press interviews saying that he wouldn't gotten anything if his last name wasn't Biden. This guy, do you think he's the criminal mastermind who's putting this briefing together? Scroll through the email, please. Look at this deeply developed, thoughtful, sophisticated intel about what's about to happen to Ukraine. And a lot of these points, we read through it today, a lot of these points are correct. They all they all happened. This has all the markings of a top secret intel briefing. A document, perhaps, that was handed off from Joe Biden to Hunter Biden in order to help his business dealings. Joe Biden passing off national security secrets in order for Hunter Biden to then use them to make money off of. This is the email. This is all real. This is directly from Hunter Biden's laptop. What's going on here? And also, by the way, how did Hunter Biden know? And why did Hunter Biden ask then for burner phones? Do you see now what the grift was? This really stood out to us. This was the grift. Joe Biden shuffling classified documents to Hunter. Hunter Biden taking the information from those documents, photocopying it, screenshotting it, and then using it for his private business dealings. Is that what's afoot here? Who, baby. We're going to find out. And you know what? Honestly, it's not just us who think that this kind of stuff just is absolutely repulsive. It is also the Borg, the Democrat hive mind. They are prepared to officially take Joe Biden out on that long sunset boat ride. Dick Durbin, who's one of the dirtiest members of the United States Senate from Illinois, saying, yo, um, Joe Biden now in his presidency, uh, this is all unacceptable. These are harsh. These are harsh words from the Borg hive mind, from the people who have no capacity for true and original or free thought. Trust me, this is the herd turning on Joe. Watch. I want to turn to uh, the new classified documents that the FBI found at the president's house in Delaware. It was a 13 hour search that happened on Friday. It's just the latest uh, revelation of the president having classified items that he shouldn't have. You've been in Congress for 40 years. You've handled classified material for a lot of those years, probably most of them. How concerned are you about this? Well, I'm concerned. Uh, there's a standard that we follow when it comes to members of Congress and classified information. Uh, the door to my office is closed. The person who presents the document to me takes it out of a locked uh, briefcase, hands it to me and watches as I read it. When I finish reading it, he takes it back and puts it in the briefcase and leaves the scene. I mean, that's how carefully we review these documents to think that any of them ended up uh, in, in, in boxes uh, in storage one place or the other is just unacceptable. Who's the queen bee of the Borg hive mind? The herd animals bleeding and braying that make up the Democrat superstructure. Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi is one of the queen bee leaders of this hive mind. Nancy Pelosi never, ever caught off guard, never saying unsanctioned talking points, saying um, Joe Biden's finished. Watch. Here's what you had to say about Donald Trump and his problems this summer. Take a look. If the uh, nature of this uh, of these documents is what appears to be, this is very serious. A very serious. Do you think that classified documents showing up 
in Joe Biden's office, home, six years after he was vice president. Do you think that's also very serious? Well, it depends on the nature of the documents. What I said, as you were listening, was if the nature of these documents is what it appears to be. We don't know. Hmm. We don't know. You know who might know? Joe Biden's own spokesperson, the person who's in charge of talking for the president. No, not Corinne Jean-Pierre. She doesn't have the capacity to speak the English language nor the IQ. But Ian Sams, one of Joe Biden's flax and spokespeople, was on TV this weekend. Let me tell you, does this sound like a confident man? Listen to Ian Sam, Sam, Sam I am. Watch. Can you give us a sense of how many classified documents we are now talking about total across all three locations? Sure. It's a good question. And and actually, the answer to it is a little bit complicated because of this point that I'm making about the integrity of an ongoing Justice Department investigation. The Justice Department is going to be looking at all sorts of questions like that throughout their investigation. We want to be very, very careful to be respectful of the integrity of that investigation, to not speak too much about the underlying contents and materials, uh, especially things that we may not know all the answers to. Yeah, it's a little bit complicated, okay? So it's, so it's a little bit com. Here's this guy. That's so a little bit complicated, okay? So it's like, you know, like I don't know. I got some AirPods. I got AirPods in my ears. Um, I'm just like trying as hard as I can to get my next job as soon as possible. You know, everyone's resigning around here. I'm the only guy left here. No, nobody, nobody's even. I'm just the guy who brings everyone coffee. Am I on TV right now? Oh my god. They're terrified and they're going into a wartime footing because they know this is the last battle. They know this is it. It's curtains for Joe. This is why, we, as we've just found out this morning, Joe Biden is not spending the weekend in Delaware. No, 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 ladies and gentlemen. And we, of course, uh, watch for these kind of things. They just released Joe Biden's schedule. Guess where Joe Biden is spending this weekend? Not in his Rehoboth house, not in his Wilmington house. Oh, yes, Joe Biden has multiple beachside mansions. No, no, no. Joe Biden is spending the ha- the weekend in Camp David. Why would you be spending the weekend in Camp David, the presidential wartime retreat? Well, because Joe Biden's at war and it's a losing battle. Watch. That's right. he, he, he apparently avoided the house where the search was ongoing. We asked about this on Friday, why he was going to Rehoboth instead of Wilmington, and Karine Jean-Pierre didn't want to answer. Now we know. Uh, investigators were combing through that property. We did, by the way, get the week-ahead schedule late last night, and we can now report that President Biden plans to spend next weekend at Camp David. This, as there are reports, the Justice Department is considering searching other properties that are linked to the president. Hmm. So this weekend, just to give you like sort of a map here, maybe like next show, maybe we'll put a map up of all of Joe Biden's many homes. We should do this for Bernie Sanders, too. All of the many beach homes of Joe Biden. So Joe Biden has beach homes, mansions in two different cities in Delaware, Rehoboth and Wilmington. These are two different cities, about two hours apart. My wife's from Delaware, so I actually know this pretty well. And I've seen Joe Biden's home. You're able to drive up and drive by it. I did a story on Joe Biden building a wall around his home, (laughs) wall for Joe Biden, very sophisticated, fancy wall for Joe Biden in his beach home. No wall for you or your country. Uh, Laugh and cry and buy more eggs for 12 bucks a dozen peasants. So Joe Biden was in Rehoboth. Joe Biden does not often spend any time there. Joe Biden likes to go to his Wilmington home for the uh, monoclonal antibodies or whatever else, whatever special treatments he gets there. Joe Biden 
spent a very peculiar weekend, this weekend, in the Rehoboth home, while the Wilmington home got raided by the FBI. And then next weekend, he's spending time at Camp David, where the president normally goes for wartime ally retreats. Why? Because next they're going to raid the Rehoboth house. They're going after all of Joe Biden's homes now. Now, the DOJ is complicit in this, tainting evidence and letting Joe Biden's grubby, greasy lawyers finger through all these documents. But it doesn't matter. He's already done. And the people in the know, the managerial class who were in charge of Joe Biden, a guy named Ron Klain, he was the chief of staff of the White House. This is the guy who ran the hand up Joe Biden's backside, the Muppet hand. The guy runs Joe. This is the guy. He's gone. He resigned this weekend. You need any more evidence that we were right <laughs> this whole time? We'll, we, you know, we'll, we'll wait. We'll wait for people to congratulate the show for being right on absolutely everything. Ron Klain resigned this weekend. Biden's chief of staff, Ron Klain, is resigning. White House chief of staff, Ron Klain, will resign in the next few weeks. Klain, 61, has been telling colleagues privately that he's on his way out since the midterm elections. According to a report in The New York Times on Saturday, Klain has been President Biden's chief of staff. For the past two years, it's not clear who the successor will be as Klain makes plans to make the formal announcement of his imminent departure. Although more information is expected after this this month's State of the Union address. Oh, that will be must see TV. Lots of Klain. Uh, the loss of Klain marks a high profile exit for Biden. His tenure has not been without controversy. So uh, Larry Kudlow, who worked at the White House for Donald Trump, who understands these dynamics, was saying um, Ron Klain is getting out of the blast radius watch. Uh, and, you know, this it, it's odd to me that if the New York Times article that chief of staff Ron Klain is uh, leaving, if that article is correct, the timing of all this is so curious to me. All right. So we learned late last night that the FBI was in the Wilmington house all day on Friday, I guess it was. And that's the reason that President Biden was going to go to Rehoboth, even though it's very cold in Rehoboth. Um, Ron Klain has allegedly been the mastermind. They called him the prime minister. He's been deeply involved in every single policy issue, uh, calling the shots for the most part, you know, going all the way back to last or 2021. Uh, what was Ron Klain's role uh, in the Afghanistan catastrophe? What has Ron Klain's role been in the immigration Mexican border catastrophe? Ron Klain was the guy who said there was no inflation. No inflation. And that he was um, he uh, tweeted out that inflation is only a rich man's uh, problem. I mean, he has been a very key figure. And I, I'm just saying I, I don't know this. OK, I'm just saying it's curious that with this FBI latest, the fifth FBI investigation of the classified documents, all of a sudden Ron Klain uh, is announcing his retirement, if in yeah. fact that's true. Okay, so it is very curious, Larry Kudlow. You're right, Larry Kudlow. Now, what else is happening inside of other Biden family residences? The DOJ weighs searching more locations linked to Joe Biden classified documents breaking this morning. Ladies and gentlemen, they're going to go after this family until they bury them. They are no longer convenient to the permanent state, the super state that actually runs your government. And so they are going to take the hatchet to them.
They're going to go after all of Biden's properties. Mark my words, the reason why he's going to Camp David this weekend is to officially unannounce that he's running in 2024. They've done a number on this guy. He's Fredo in the boat at the end of Godfather 2. They're going to raid Rehoboth next. Listen to this. As it comes to weekends, the president might need to find an additional location for those retreats because CBS News reporting that the DOJ is considering carrying out searches at other locations connected to President Biden. This follows the Friday discovery of additional documents at the president's Wilmington home. So it's the fourth batch found since early November. According to President Biden's personal attorney, on the 20th, six items with classification markings were obtained, some from Biden's vice presidency, some from his time in the Senate. Look at all those locations. Look at all those locations. And we showed you the map earlier. Maria showing you like the the red line conspiracy theory wall map of all the places that Joe Biden hid classified documents. This guy is a serial illegal document squirreler hoarder. And they got him, man. They got him dead to rights. But more importantly, as we have been revealing from Hunter Biden's laptop, what were these documents used for? That's the real question. The question isn't, didn't you, did you have something you're not supposed to have? The question is, what was Joe Biden doing with these documents? Those are real questions. Why was Joe Biden's lawyers preemptively hoovering up every document they could possibly grab inside of a, any dirty old garage next to some smut magazine and the lampshade that Joe Biden's about to wear on Air Force One? What, what were they doing there? Republicans are asking the right questions, saying it's time to raid Joe Biden's family members. It's time to go after Joe Biden's brothers. It's time to go after Hunter Biden. It's time to raid every place that they have ever lived. This is now the action that must be taken. Clearly, James Comer saying directly, time for full raids on Biden family members. Go. I think any premise where the president has spent any amount of time needs to be searched. And I wouldn't rule out searching uh, anywhere where certain relatives of the Biden family, who we all know have been involved in the influence peddling schemes. Uh, I wouldn't rule out looking at their locations because, you know, this is clearly a pattern. No one believes these documents were delivered to five or six different locations once they left the vice president's office. Something bad is going on here. And this is of the utmost importance for our national security. What bad is going on here? So we're trying to piece this all together for you, okay? Now, it is very important to note that Obama packed some of these documents. Ultimately, these are Obama's documents. So keep that in mind. And we're going to dive into that later in the week. These are Obama's documents. So when the National Archivist shrieks with her Karen hair, blue Karen hair, about how Barack Obama never kept any classified documents. False. He was the chief executive. These are the documents from his administration. So let's remember where the ultimate culpability is here. Okay. Now, Obama has been totally and completely cavernously silent on this. I think because Barack Obama knew and his administration knew ultimately what these documents were being used for. And they were waiting for the exact moment to drive the knife into the metaphorical side of Caesar in front of the Senate. And we've shown you the email from Hunter Biden and his laptop. This is the email. Hunter Biden, who only respo- who responds in broken English, who doesn't who responds in like two or three word sentences, 
who never respond, who generally won't respond to emails sent to him based on our reading of the Hunter Biden laptop, suddenly sends this deeply thorough, seemingly classified intelligence ripe email with 22 detailed points about what exactly is about to happen in Ukraine. Where the hell did he get this classified information? Hunter Biden, not a prescient or smart person. Where's Hunter Biden getting all these detailed bullet points about what Russia is about to do to Ukraine? And then he's shipping this off to his business partners. Are you starting to see the grift here? Joe Biden gets classified briefing. Classified briefing winds up on Hunter Biden's laptop. That information is used for Hunter Biden to make preemptive moves for his companies in Ukraine, his gas companies in Ukraine. Are you starting to see the value? $85,000 a month. What were they getting for this no-show cokehead? Huh. Huh. We'll let you decide. There's the email. It's right on your screen. There's something else from Hunter Biden's laptop that we'd like to show you. A photo of a box, a beat up box called important documents sitting around open at Joe Biden's house. Check this out. Important documents packed inside of one of those legal filing boxes. Hmm. What exactly is this in Hunter Biden's laptop? Can this really be where Joe Biden kept documents from the White House? A box labeled important documents and photos was left unsealed on a table ahead of a child's birthday party in the Delaware home where 80-year-old president had been discovered to stash sensitive government records. A photo from his son's laptop revealed. Another image from the infamous laptop reveals that Hunter Biden apparently made more than 160 trips to the sprawling lakeside house in just 52 days during the same time, involving the controversial business dealings with the Chinese energy conglomerate. Remember, Joe Biden gets classified briefing. Classified material winds up inside of Hunter Biden's business dealings. Hunter Biden gets paid. You make the connections. During one visit, the first son, who has a history of drug and alcohol addiction, texted mom, a.k.a. First Lady Jill Biden, hours after midnight, are you awake? Open the door, please, he added, adding a screenshot of the exchange. After she responded, okay, Hunter Biden wrote back, my key fell off in the house. Ugh, I'm sorry. Three days later, on March 7, 11th, 2017, Hunter Biden... 52, documented the preparations for his namesake nephew's birthday party at his parents' house in the secluded six-bedroom house in Delaware. The event took place a little more than a week after uh, the New York Post exclusively revealed the troubled son was having an affair with his widowed sister-in-law, Haley Biden, following the death of his brother, Beau Biden. Man, this absolutely repulsive family. A screenshot of the text message shows Hunter Biden invited the three daughters uh, he shares with his wife to the party at Nana and Pop's. He was rebuffed, however, by his youngest, saying, we're not ready to see adults yet. Images from Hunter Biden's laptop show an array of family photos spread out of the dining room table surrounding the chairs hours before the gathering, as well as a cardboard box filled with brown packaging tape on it. Look at that. What is in there? Are they the classified documents? Is this actually where Joe Biden kept them? We've shown you the footage from the garage. You can see a box that looks just like this. This is where they found this identical box is sitting there in Joe Biden's garage with the lampshades in it on top of it. Is this where they actually kept the classified documents? And more importantly, how much access did Hunter have to these? So this is the like same box. We would, we would know 
ladies and gentlemen, very little about this. And by the way, we would not be able to ask these questions or see these images or know this about the Bidens, the supposed leaders of this nation and their criminality without the work of one man who we are thrilled to welcome to the program for the first time, a man who is braver than anyone we've ever had on the show, a man who stood against heaven and hell and the forces of nature and evil themselves to give to you truth, which is the most noble of all causes. The man's name is John Paul Mac Isaac. He is the computer repair shop owner and a new author of a book called American Injustice. This man is the man who discovered Hunter Biden's laptop when Hunter Biden handed him this laptop. And he joins the program now. Thank you, sir, once more. I mean, I know I said it in the introduction, but thank you, sir, again. You are you are the bravest person to ever be on this screen. And we say thank you. We wouldn't know any of this. We've done the entire show asking questions related to Hunter Biden's laptop. Can you please detail for us just to start uh, for our viewers? How was that interaction with Hunter Biden and how did you get this laptop? Well, it was uh, first off, thanks for having me on the show. Uh, It was April 12th of 2019. Uh, It was about 10 minutes before closing. Hunter walks into my shop inebriated with three liquid damage laptops that he needed to get the data off of. After I started checking them in, I noticed one of the laptops had a Bo Biden sticker and my mind instantly went to the thought that this was actually Bo's laptops and Hunter was just trying to get his deceased family members' memories off of them. So I cut the guy a deal, which is rare and for a Scotsman to do, not a Russian, a Scotsman. (laughs) And uh, I checked it in. It wasn't until the next day when I performed the recovery that I realized that this was not uh, Bo Biden's laptop, that this was Hunter's. And so w- upon making that discovery, as the story goes, you reported this to the FBI? Well, when he dropped it off and I did the recovery, his father hadn't announced his candidacy yet. So mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, this is gross. And I saw a lot of, well, a lot of n- money exchanging hands, but I didn't think much of it until two weeks later when his father announced his candidacy. Then I was like, great. Hunter's in possession of a piece of paper that says I'm clearly allowed to go through his devices to recover data. And somebody's going to see this document, one of the Biden fixer uppers or the Secret Service, and they're going to come get this laptop and they're probably going to take care of me as well. What do you mean by take care of me? From what I had seen on that laptop, no family would ever want that material to ever get out in the open. Yes. And a powerful family like the Bidens that have spent over almost half a decade at that time in politics. Uh, I didn't want to get Arkansas. <laughs> did you, did you, do you have any, do you, do you have any shock as you watch this scandal unravel with the classified documents based on your knowledge of what you saw on those laptops? Does any of this surprise you may be the one person in America that this doesn't surprise at all. The FBI raided Joe Biden's house in Wilmington, uh, this weekend. Um, were you prepared for all of this? You know, the first thing that popped in my head was if I was Joe Biden and I was in possession of a lot of documents that Congress is going to be reaching out for in the next couple of weeks, 
I would want to find a way to hide them in a top secret envelope and get them mm -hmm. publicly escorted out of my residence and out of my different locations. So that's where my mind went to first was this is a cover up. This is how they're going to escape the congressional inquiries by getting whisking these documents out and they'll never see the light of day again. So that's my first thought, because that's what they did with the laptop. The FBI came. They issued me a subpoena for the laptop. They took everything. But that subpoena was out of the Baltimore field office for a white collar crime. So if you want to hide a laptop, hide it in a case that has nothing to do with Hunter in another case that has a lot of digital devices. in it. Mm -hmm. So I, I've seen this kind of switch before, and I'm very suspect of it. Mm hmm. And so so what you're saying is what you're saying is that the FBI didn't take this seriously at all. Oh, no, no. They my father first reached out to the FBI to try to give them a copy of the drive on October 9th of 2019. They refused. They kicked him out of his office. They told him to lawyer up. It was the most humiliating experience of that of my father, who's 31 uh, year career colonel in the Air Force, uh, has ever experienced. And then they were reluctant when they came to my house to take the laptop. And then finally, they came on December 9th of 2019 to take the laptop. And that's when they issued me the warning that nothing ever happens to people that don't talk about these things. Wow. They actually said that to you? Yeah. I mean, in their defense, I did crack a joke. I said, uh, don't worry, lads, I'll leave your name out of the book when I write it. Huh. And that's when Agent Mike turned around and told me that nothing ever happens to people that don't talk about these things. And, and uh, in hindsight, he was probably right. Um, I did, out of respect, leave his name out of the book. Uh, so uh, I do want to just go back to one quick point that you made here that we haven't actually – a conclusion that we haven't reached on the show but I thought is absolutely fascinating. You think that they may be using the classified coverage of these documents to cover up uh, more damning documents and to obscure them from congressional oversight. Yeah, like the um, the Penn Center where the documents were first located six days before the Republicans would be elected to take the House. Uh, the Penn Center didn't exist when Joe Biden was vice president. So those documents had to end up there sometime in that two year period. So uh, I, I just I'm very, you know, I'm very suspect to it all. It's I, I've seen the behavior of the Department of Justice and the FBI, uh, the the archives uh, went after Trump, but now they're gladly ha helping up the Bidens. It just seems like there's uh, it looks like the Justice Department is trying to convey a sense of balance, like they're executing justice equally on both sides. But when you peel away the layers, they're, they're clearly not. Do you believe that this has the capacity to ultimately take down the uh, Biden administration? I don't think this will. I think, if anything, this is the the deep state's way of getting them out the door. Um, I think that uh, real justice is going to come from Congress. And then if they don't do it, I, I have my civil suits that I'm working on. So, you know, we're, I'm, I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to quit. And uh, I'm, until these people are held accountable. Have you been contacted by Republican members of Congress to get your insight, information, perhaps to even testify? You know, I, I've been working with members of Congress for over half a year to make sure that they have all my resources. Every every effort that I put in to prove the chain of custody, to prove that it was Hunter, everything that I built up for my uh, fight against Twitter, uh, that's not going to get wasted. Congress has all that. I mean, I, I wrote a book not just to sh share my story, defend my actions and try to hold those accountable, but also to be the cliff notes for Congress so that they have a clear idea of what really happened. Can you give me a, a summary here of American Injustice, which is available now? 
it, it, it documents my interaction uh, chronologically from the time Hunter Biden came into my shop until the time I was forced out of my home and forced to close my business and get on a plane and go into exile. And I mean, you know, do you, do you hold any particular vengeance or vindictiveness towards the Biden family or do you just want justice? Well, I'm actively suing Hunter Biden and along with Adam Schiff, uh, Politico, CNN and the campaign to elect Joe Biden because uh, they all perpetuated the notion that this was all Russian disinformation. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to let my family's last name go down in history as colluding with a foreign power to an effect election. I'm not going to let that happen. And I'm going to hold them accountable. Wow. And can you give us an, a progress update on that lawsuit? Uh, I think some of them are trying to get it dismissed. Some of them haven't even responded. So we're, uh, you know, it's, I learned from Twitter, this, this process is very slow and, uh, I'm, I'm going to stay focused on working with Congress and let my lawyer handle the, uh, the defamation suit. Fantastic. All right. Well, without this information from Hunter Biden's laptop, we wouldn't be able to ask these questions. We wouldn't see inside of Joe Biden's garage. We wouldn't see these boxes of documents or these emails, these highly sophisticated, seemingly classified information emails about Bursima. And we, we wouldn't know anything about that. Now, you went through that uh, laptop. And then final question here. Uh, what is it on that laptop that perhaps hasn't boiled to the very top of public consciousness? What should we prepare for as like the next punch from the uh, incredible horrors found therein? Well, I think a lot of the media has covered, honest media has covered uh, the contents of the laptop. I, I mean, obviously, I, I didn't go to the FBI because of a crackhead with a gun. I went to the FBI because I had fears for our nation's security. Uh, my personal fear, uh, that I haven't seen addressed is, you know, like Hunter had an interaction with a bouncer. He had another bouncer friend that he was trying to get into a club. This other guy threw him out and then he proceeded to demand that he had gets his friend, Frankie, the other bouncer to give him the other bouncer's name so that he could have him killed. And he's like, seriously, what? I need to have him killed. Uh, don't leave me like this. If you value our friendship, you'll give me his name. And I'm thinking to myself, if this is how this guy reacts to getting kicked out of a bar, how do you think he's going to react when he finds out that I handed his laptop to the FBI? You fear for your life because of the Yeah, I, I don't leave my house. This is not th this is not the country that we think it is. This is a much this is a much darker place. And somebody like yourself, sir, should be seen as a hero to the republic. Uh, all journalists should be singing your praises uh, and should be protecting you. And we are happy to be counted among the few who deeply understand that truth is power and that all reconciliation must has a, have as a prerequisite truth. And you're providing truth and shining light on this family. And so we hope that you'll join us on the show regularly uh, to do more of it. Thank you so much. American Injustice is available now. John Paul Mac Isaacs, the bravest, bravest man in America. Thanks. Cheers. Cheers. Wild stuff. The man who physically took Hunter Biden's laptop from him. Now, I I've, I've spoken with uh, John Paul Mac Isaacs before, and he told me that the Hunter Biden laptop was filthy. It was absolutely repulsive and disgusting. And that he thinks that the laptop actually may uh, have been a mistake when it was handed to him, that Hunter Biden was on so many drugs that he didn't actually know what he was handing him. The crime of the century. What if, what if our leaders were actually as sophisticated and smart 
as they think they are. My grandmother used to always say, uh, you're smart, but you're not as smart as you think you are. At this point, ladies and gentlemen, we wish to ask you to please, if you like the reporting that we do, and if you like us bringing you true, independent, untethered journalism that has no corporate sponsorship, that has true at its core independence and a direct beeline scope vision for you, what you want to see reported on. We listen to you, we read the comments, and we respond by sending our journalists and sending ourselves into the field like we are going to right after the show. After the show, we are heading directly to Atlanta, and we are going to report on Antifa's crimes there this weekend. And we are going to report on what the people of Atlanta think about the white terrorist group Antifa destroying and burning their city to the ground. If you wish to support us in that endeavor, well, then, ladies and gentlemen, just subscribe. Just subscribe. Times are tough. We are not going to ask for money. We just want subscribe. Join us. We are going to be putting our life, our treasure, our blood on the line for you. We're going to be taking you with us in these endeavors, and we are going to be reporting on the things that others won't. We can do that because we are independent and we can do that, ladies and gentlemen, because we care the very most, not about a paycheck, certainly not about um, appeasing any strings that are attached here. We care about you, our core audience. That's it. And that's always been the case. That's always been the case. And so if you wish to support us, just subscribe, help build this community. That's what we ask for. And we say thank you so very much for watching. We are headed to Atlanta right after this show. To cover this, ladies and gentlemen, the largely peaceful protest that occurred there this weekend as Antifa torched and burned the place to the ground. Of course, we had a uh, nostalgic rerun of our famous, famous and favorite clip from CNN. Fiery but mostly peaceful happened again in Atlanta. Watch still uh, up in flames here over at the at Andrew Young and Peachtree. And if you take a look over here, if you pan over, I want to show you. This is what they were handing out at the protest. So it was a largely peaceful protest where they just wanted what they're calling justice uh, for to to uh, for to 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 So sorry. Uh, he just a guy. And right now, um, you'll see. Basically, they want uh, justice for him after the shooting that happened uh, when the Atlanta police and the different law enforcement agencies were raiding uh, the forest over there to try to uh, uh, basically clear out the forest after everything that was going on, um, all related to this. Uh so what happened was Antifa is camping out in a forest that they are going to build a large police training facility on. Uh, the police had to clear Antifa out of that forest and a deadly encounter occurred when one of the officers was shot by an Antifa member. Thankfully, he was wearing a bulletproof vest. That officer was recovering. Uh, and then the man who shot him was himself killed in a skirmish. And then Antifa went through and burned down the city of Atlanta. A, that is, Antifa is the white domestic terrorist group that the DOJ should actually be concerned with. Of course, you have nothing but snoring and sleeping on Hunter Biden's laptop at the DOJ. Ladies and gentlemen, the uh, horrors continued apace. House Democrat leader's daughter is arrested after spray painting all cops are B-word on a monument and assaulting a police officer at an Antifa protest in Boston. Democrat 
Kathleen Clark's daughter was arrested during an Antifa protest in Boston. Police allegedly witnessed Jared Riley Dowell spray painting all cops are B-word and no cop city on Parkman Bandstand Monument in the eastern side of Boston Common on Saturday at 9.30 p.m. Clark, who is the House Minority Whip, addressed Dowell's contentious arrest, calling it a difficult time for her family. Hmm. Last night, my daughter was arrested in Boston. So these are Democrat members of Congress whose kids are full-fledged Antifa members. Do you know what time it is? Yeah. Fox News weatherman Adam Colts beaten in New York subway train. Fox News meteorologist was pummeled by a group of teens while he tried to stop them from harassing another stranger in a Manhattan subway early Sunday. Weatherman Adam Colts, 37, recounted the vicious attack on an Instagram video, appearing bruised and battered as he described how he was going home on a train uh, after watching the New York Giants NFL playoff game. And he saw an older gentleman being harassed by a group of teenagers. I was like, yo, guys, cut it out. And then they turned on him. They beat him to the ground. His ribs are bruised. Got hit in the face. You can see there a Fox News weatherman inside of the evil Gotham that has been created by Democrats in these fallen cities known as New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Minneapolis. These are sunken places, Washington, D.C. It is sunken. It is a sunken time. There is evil and it abounds. And so that is why, ladies and gentlemen, we end every single show with a Bible verse because we must fight evil. We must have our sword and our shield as the gospel describes. We must be strong. We must be ready and prepared to fight. We are prepared to fight on this show and we carry the scriptures with us. From Proverbs today, evildoers do not understand what is right, but those who seek the Lord will understand it fully. We understand what is right here. Does this does this verse not smack of our ruling class here in this country? The people who want to make your eggs $12 a dozen, that want to make meat illegal and gas stoves illegal, that want to raise your gas prices to $10 a gallon, that want to burn down your cities and attack your weatherman, people who want to put Donald Trump in jail for the very same thing that Joe Biden is doing, but like egregiously in over decades, it's evil. And the banality of evil is continuing apace. But it's always been this way. We've always lived inside of a sunken world. Remind yourself, ladies and gentlemen, that Christ himself was taken up to the mountaintop and tempted by Satan. And Satan showed him the kingdoms of the world. And he said, I'll give you all these. And Jesus Jesus didn't say, hey, you can't do that. He didn't call, he didn't fact check him. Jesus just rebuked Satan. So this earth is sunken. This earth is fallen. But ladies and gentlemen, we have a shepherd. And while we may be sheep and there are dangerous wolves out there, we have a shepherd. There's a rod and a staff. We should walk through the valley, the shadow of death. And it is a scary place. We have a shepherd that sees all and that protects us. And he is actually in charge. The creator is actually in charge. And so fear not. Fear not is written down 365 times in the scriptures. That's one fear not for each day. So stand up, look yourself in the mirror, no matter where you are, no matter where you're living, no matter where you come from, no matter what's happening to you, no matter what you see Bill Gates doing or Epstein doing or Bill Clinton doing or Obama doing, no matter what is happening in the world around you, 
Stand up, look yourself in the mirror every morning and say, fear not. The scriptures command, fear not. And we fear not on this show, ladies and gentlemen. And that's why we're headed up to do some reporting in Atlanta for you, of course. We'll be back live tomorrow, 11 a.m. Ladies and gentlemen, we are sworn protectors of God, family, country. We are the ones who broadcast with that at our very, very core, God, family, country. It's our purpose on this show. And our purpose is to deliver you the news and what's actually happening in the world around you and to give you hope. That's what we do here on The Betting Show. We go, ladies and gentlemen. So we will go and we will fear not. Do so with us at the start of this week. Thank you so much for watching. My name is Benny Johnson and this is The Benny Show.